Welcome back, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we've got a question that we're going to ponder. Can boredom at work lead to brilliance? There was a deadly silence. <laughs> oh, I'm, no, no, I'm not bored. I was just thinking. <laughs> this is going to be brilliant. <laughs> so boredom is, is really, to me, it's good thinking time. If you're bored, you've got to ask, why am I bored? What happened to my imagination and what am I doing? I think sometimes when, when people are doing nothing, we either feel bad because we are doing nothing or we either accuse or get accused of being lazy. I share with you one of my siblings, I've got a few, one of my brothers, mum will say, come on, get up, you've got to get up and get ready for school or whatever. And my brother would just lie there and say, oh, you don't be so lazy, get up. And my brother says, I'm not lazy, I am planning my day, I'm prioritising and I'm trying to solve a particular thing I was working on. Mum used to think that was just an excuse to stay in bed, but I think he's right. And I think sometimes we mix up the fact that a person doing nothing is either bored or got nothing to do or being lazy. I personally can't believe the story because I don't think there's anyone in that family that would have stayed in bed if there was food on the table. <laughs> Stop it. You're telling everybody I was secret. <laughs> and that's the real reason that Pugliana got up first so she could be first to the <laughs> breakfast table. That part is true. For me, boredom is an interesting word. When we say it, we often... We'll think of kids who will say to us, oh, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. And it's because they're not being challenged because for whatever reason there's nothing that is stimulating them to activity, to thought, to process, whatever it is. And so if we use that as the, the first definition of boredom, if we're looking at people being bored in the workplace, is it because the activity that you're asking them to perform is not fulfilling for them, they don't see a purpose in it, that they don't see it is part of a, a bigger picture, that it is not challenging them in the ways that they need to be challenged to bring out the best. And so perhaps boredom can lead to brilliance in that sense because if they're not being challenged, you need to hear the fact that they say that they're bored, look at why they're bored together with them. Don't just make a, a unilateral decision about, oh, you're bored because the work's boring or because this has to be done and I have no option to give you anything else to do. But look at how it's being done and look at it with the person because they may well have some ideas about how it might become not boring to do this particular task if they know that what it's going to be used for in the longer term. At work, sometimes a person has been doing their job for long enough that they know it, they're very good at it, they can finish it in quarter of the time anybody else is, and they're bored in a sense of they, they still like what they're doing and they like the idea of being the best at it, but I think then it's up to us to work with them and say, look, what would you like to do if you got, instead of sitting here and, and repeating that, what else would you be doing? How would you do it? And that's when you kind of leave them to become very inventive. They start thinking, because sometimes we, we're pretty quick to say, well, maybe you have grown that job. Maybe now it's time to go to another job or the next one up. 
and I don't know if that's always the right answer. Sometimes, yes, that is. But in other times, it might be the person can come up with some new initiative or ideas to build on or they don't want to change jobs. They just want to be utilised and come up with ideas that will help the business in general. So we've got to give them the space and time and the encouragement to do that. I think, too, that there is a trap that when people say they're bored, it's a warning flag to ensure that they don't become lazy about what they're doing as well, is that they're bored for the reasons that we've just talked about, because they do the job well, they've done it for a long time, they know how to do it. Uh, There's no need for them to think beyond the process of what they're doing. And they're is the opportunity for them to become lazy about it, to not see subtle changes, subtle opportunities for improvement or to catch errors that go through, those sorts of things because they become complacent as well as bored. And so there's all of these issues around boredom that are negative that we we want to put aside for the moment and think about boredom in terms of here is someone who is not challenged, but is perhaps not given the opportunity to think beyond the work that they're doing for whatever reason. And that if someone is saying to you they're bored, it is the chance for you to think more broadly about all of the things that you don't get an opportunity to discuss or to give some time to the, the planning, the resourcing, the forward thinking, the alternate methods of doing things, that all of the areas that require some quiet time, some focused time, that there isn't the opportunity to develop. And here you've got someone putting up their hand saying, I've got time, I've Mm -hmm. I've got an opportunity. Let me interact with someone else who's bored. Do a a survey of your, your work area and see who's bored. And in saying that, it might be that it happens on particular days. You might find that you get a whole host of things that can happen on certain days because people get bored. You know, they get to, at the beginning of the week, say there's an influx of, of activity that has to happen after the weekend or before the middle of the week or before a certain day and that they get so energised by the activity that the reaction to that when it stops is that they say they're bored but they don't, really mean that they're bored they just mean that they've stopped being as busy as they were previously and so you have to look at what they're actually telling you not have your automatic reaction about what boredom is or what they're saying is that are they just saying that they want some downtime and don't lay on them all this other extra stuff and expect them to be brilliant you know maybe when they're saying they're bored they're saying I'm taking a breather, I'm taking some space. So not the immediate reaction about the word boredom and not the immediate reaction of, oh, let's get them to do this project and do these things and, and, and give us some insight and use the resourcing in different ways, but to look at where that phrase sits in terms of what they've been doing or what's led up to the point where they're, they're saying that they're bored. If you're involved in a repetitive job, If you think about stories we heard about designers, for example, they worked in the design industry, they were doing one aspect 
of what they're supposed to, it's the textile side or whether it is the mechanical hemming or whatever they do, and they have not had the opportunity to challenge themselves because they were getting bored just doing the same over and over and over again until they got bored and then sat there and all of a sudden came up with their own design, which probably in some cases won them awards. So, yes, it can lead to brilliance because you have, A, no pressure on you, you're not asked to do something mundane and all of a sudden you're free to do it. I mentioned in another podcast meeting somebody at a, at a function who was a chef. That chef again said when they were in doing mundane things socially and they in between waiting for kid to come out of school or and stuff like time doing nothing and they were bored, that's when they actually came up with their best dishes and not by Googling it not by trying to experiment with it physically, but by thinking it. First of all, thinking, what would the taste of that would go with that? That's according to this chef. And he said, I like being bored because when I'm bored, I come up with my best recipes. (laughs) Another area of concern for me is the identification of boredom. You won't always get someone who who comes and tells you that they're bored, or you won't always observe someone who is bored. And it goes back to what we often see in schools with children is that boredom can manifest itself in poor behaviour, in bad behaviour, in undisciplined or ill-disciplined behaviour. And so you need to be aware of the signals for boredom that are not just the verbal signal but might be behavioural, might be interaction with the rest of the team and that you identify that perhaps... uh, the reason for some of the the things that are happening might be boredom rather than anything else that is contributing to that situation. And just following on from that, identifying somebody is bored, how about turning that into a useful thing? So, for example, if somebody at work is bored because it might be just a downtime for that particular job, it might be just a seasonal thing that it is a little bit slow at that month or that day or whatever why not then turn that into a good thing and say go home and then enjoy a bit of life balance Mm -hmm. and again you're turning it into something good that while the person is doing that they will appreciate it that will be a big plus for the home and then when they are busy in the peaks and they're not home it sort of feels that okay it's a give and take Again, it's, does it lead to brilliance? Yes, it can, because then while they're doing that, they're probably thinking about how they can do their job differently or better, how to do succession planning so they can move on to something else. I wonder then if we, we, we seem to be coming to the conclusion that boredom can lead to brilliance. So is there an opportunity for us to make some tasks boring so that we can then develop the brilliance that should come out of that situation. While you're saying that, I was thinking, (laughs) yes, that's when we automate them, the boring ones, and then free up people to actually then be inventive. Exactly. So the development of systems, whether they're digital or otherwise, has come out of people being bored with that particular task or that task becoming so repetitive that it doesn't need to 
be done by a person. And so the brilliance of systems, all of the systems that we have across the board, whether they're manual or digital, have come out of boring situations, boring activities. And so we have to be thankful and we have to recognise, I think, that brilliance does come out of boredom for the most part. I don't think it does in the art world, I'll have to say. But certainly in the business world, I think that we've carried the case for the fact that uh, brilliance can definitely come out of boredom. Well, I think in the art world, you can just then have the time to reflect and design in your head and then turn it into a brilliant design. See, for me, I couldn't say that I'm bored and then I think about a floral design and then I'll come up with something brilliant. I worry over it like a dog. So I get the title and I have to think about it, think about it, think about it. And I don't ever say I'm bored with this title. I'll say this title is driving me insane and I can't think of anything to do with it. So my creative side doesn't work quite as well in terms of boredom as perhaps others might do. Everybody is different, I guess, and you've got to use your time the way you think yes. that will lead you to brilliance. That's true. Yeah. Right, we'll let you go and be bored so that you can be brilliant in your own <laughs> particular spheres. I'm Kim Bailey. She's for the Osborne, and this is Inside Exec.